You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Welcome to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. As always, I'm joined with my guy, Joe Cole. How have you been, JC? I've been very well, mate. I've been very well. I've been playing golf very badly. Um, great game last night. It was an incredible City. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and my I did the Chelsea game, uh, which I thought it was very, very good. And obviously, you've got to be happy with going to Madrid and getting a draw. But I just felt they were there for the taking Madrid. We could have. I, I just felt we could have squeezed the game and finished it off there. They were they were there for the taking. If I'm honest with you. After after Saturday, Sunday, I, football's been off for me, especially watching Chelsea again. I've, it was a very, it was a, it was a bit of a whimper, wasn't it? West Ham, yeah. I felt that game. It, it didn't feel, I've, you know, obviously it, it was you know, it was a real hit of reality actually this weekend, Joe, for West Ham because it was a thing of you know the dream of getting to the Champions League obviously is everything it's it's a you know after mm. nearly getting relegated and we've got a great guest to, to talk to about this I'm going to bring him on in a minute but you know when you watch it and you think mm. the amount of money like the smallness of that squad now you think like mm. last week when we sat chatting to Kerbishley and Alan and he was saying mm. about in a relegation battle with 13 14 players we're going in yeah. we're fighting for Champions League space with about mm. 13 14 players do you know what I mean and and in in the midst of that, it's not one striker, Joe. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, you know, one fit striker. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, then you think Keep your chin up, big man. We're going to do it. Oh, I don't know. Chelsea win the Champions League. West Ham get in the Champions League. If you don't make the Champions League, you make the Europa League. And I know it sounds really, really snobby, but in Champions League, I'll go amazing. It wow, does sound thanks. snobby, mate. But then it Europa League, snobby. no. But then you you haven't got the money to go out and buy all these players. It's... Listen, when you're having a sip in a beer when you're in Prague, Slavia Prague away in the Europa League on a Thursday night, you tell me if you're still upset about it. You'll be loving it, big man. Come Mate, on. I know what'll happen. We'll get in the Champions League and we'll draw bloody Rangers or Celtic. That'll be what's what'll happen. <laughs> we'll get a trip, trip to Glasgow. Yeah, leave uh, your swimming shorts at home. <laughs> right, talking of what I'd say is achievers, legends, but but mostly I'd say one of the, my favourite personalities in the game. This guy, this guy is the guy. He's been in a professional game for 40 years, making 598 appearances for teams like Bristol Rovers, Brentford and Queen's Park Rangers. Moving into management, he's taken charge of 989 games to date. That's right, nearly 1,000 games in the hot seat. He's a great character. I love listening to him. He's humorous. You know what? I know it's mad to say, but he obviously takes the game very, very seriously. But I just, he makes me smile. And uh, I just think that not just football, I think life needs more people like Ian Holloway. How you doing, sir? You good? Here, here. Oh, Joe, how are you? You West Hammers? What's the matter with you? <laughs> hey, well, my, my teams, what would we, we would take to be in that position? Good gracious me. But, but do you oh, know your what? Glass, but your yeah. glasses are full, lads. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, big man. I think, the, I think he's, I think Tom's... No, like, but, like, Ian, Joe, the way I see it, and Ian, you must, like, you know, I've... Yeah, when you've been in the Premier League and you look at it and we're having an incredible yeah. season, it's amazing, right? You get in the Champions League and obviously you get that massive cash mm-hmm. windfall. You go in the Europa League, it's not the same money. 
and there's a lot of players that need to be brought then to be in for the competition. That's my worry. And then we, and the, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, a West Ham way. We'll get relegated Charlie next year. What a, what, are, what a load of baloney. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, good job your management don't feel like that. You know? <laughs> what an achievement that is. Yeah, honestly, you've got a, a big stadium now. You know, look at you. You're just loving it. Is, uh, <laughs> you should be. You should be loving it anyway. How what are you doing? You're are, having. You, are you well? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 strange times, isn't it? You know, the, I got yeah. a big nose with the, these masks. It's like wearing a bed sheet if you go in the shop. It's terrible. <laughs> Absolute huge hooter, you know. Um, yeah, I'm not having a good season, really. You know, is it? I'm really not. Bristol Rovers is my team, and we just got relegated. You know, yeah. and. Grimsby, who I was with last, they just got relegated. So, absolute torrid in my house at this moment in time. Oh, mate. Bristol Rovers, like, Ian, what's the, what's the owner's situation down there? Like, I'm from, I mean, I'm not really so much football at the moment. I've not paid much attention to, to any of the lower leagues because there's so much on telly on the, on, at the top end. But how, how are they as a club? Because I, I, I heard they had decent owners that were trying to push them forward or is it just not worked? Well, what's we, happened? We um we got bought a few years ago by uh, Jordanians, so we we actually right. Bristolians. We thought they got all the oil on that, but that's in the wrong country. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually spoke to him. I said, "Why don't you drill down and go across, try and get some for us?" You know what I mean? But it, it's it, it ain't it ain't good, you know. We've all no. all I'm saying, you know, the, the biggest thing I, I'm concerned about is is coming out of this horrendous time everybody's in yeah. you know um, mm. we are social animals football is a is a part of being in the energy of a group of people and without that we are lost aren't we we really are yeah. it's, it's not sitting watching it at home on the telly it's going to it and the travelling there and being part of it you know that's yeah. that's what what everybody's missing and you know I, I've just found it like pretty ridiculous being not involved in it and, and watching it and and I thought, watching the telly the other day, Graham Sooners, who's one of my heroes, to be fair, to be honest with you, even as a yeah. pundit, as a player, as a manager, he was. He says it how it is. And he, he actually summed it up the other day. There's no aggression left. Our game was about yeah. aggression and, and getting there. And, and that's what made it stand out. And, you know, I saw Son fall over the other day, mm. acting like he should have a, a split eye. Yeah. And he got a one of the best goals disallowed because he was rolling about. There was nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, it's sickening to me. You know, life is about sport and sport is about winning and losing, having good times mm. and bad times. And without yeah. that, you can't take that away. So, you know, I have to say the owners of these clubs, they should be gone now. That we should be, the government should be taking it off of them, giving it back to part supporters to make sure the game is bolstered for the rest of all this generation, the next generation, because it's, it's taught me everything about being a human being. It's one of the only tribal things that are left where you can yeah. do it safely. So, you know, we should be custodians of it. That's all you are as a player or a manager. You're custodian of that shirt. And really someone should be stepping in now because it's disgusting. I've got to be honest. They're just greedy, greedy. They haven't got a clue. They don't care where where they want to take Man United or Liverpool, they might be move them another 120, 200 countries away. Who, who, you yeah. know what I mean? It don't make sense to me. So, you know, I'm a purist of football and, and 
and I haven't ever been the best, but I've tried to make people be believe they're better than they are. And you know, you know yourself, Joe, looking at your career, mate, you know, you, it's, you played 670 games, you got 95 goals, almost one in six, 56 yeah. times for England, 10 goals. Mate, you're, you're a genius. But, and look at the clubs, Chelsea, Liverpool, Aston Villa, West Ham, Coventry, Tampa Bay. It's all, you got that experience, mate, but you earned that, didn't you? You had to yeah. earn that. Yeah. Every minute of the, Every game, you had to earn some by your attitude, how hard you had to work. If you didn't, they'd be armoring you, wouldn't they? Oh, for young sure, ones, for sure. Young ones today, it's not that at all. Yeah. Their agents, they'll get them moved if you don't say. It's just a nightmare. You can't walk on eggshells. We need some discipline. And I think Graham Sooners the other day sums it up. Without crowds, it's boring. But also, Ian, as a fan, Ian, and I'll, you know, I... I Completely agree with you, but as a fan, I think the game. I think you know we've talked about VAR. You know, we got, and I think it's one of the worst things ever to be. Inv- I, I don't care what anyone says. I'm not a fan of it. Well, let, let's just get back to it. Like the spontaneity of football. No, we've scored. No, you haven't. You, it takes the excitement out, doesn't it? I mean, in talking about you know sort of smaller clubs and sort of going against all odds. I, you know, I don't think there's many people, many things done in football that was been as incredible as, you know, you you in charge of Blackpool. I think it, you were the second lowest turnover in the whole league uh, to finish sixth and get promoted through the play. I mean, the expectations on you that season, actually what you did, I mean, that's got to be heralded as one of the great management you know, jobs, doesn't it? It's, it's just amazing. Well, it was it was my best days in football. Um, and the reason being, I, I was out of work for a year after Leicester. I left Plymouth to go to Leicester. I thought I could step into... Uh, a chance of working with someone like Milan Mandrich, it went horribly wrong. And then I'm left on me Jack Jones with no job. So um, what I did was I studied a way that I wanted to play. I, I, I realised I was scared to lose rather than attempting to win. Um, my best mate, Gary Pemrise, who I've grown up with, wonderful player, wonderful person, said, Ollie, you're getting boring, son. Go and, go and watch Swansea, go and watch Spain, go and watch how they do it, and use your creativity. So I spent a whole year um, flying around the world looking at things and uh, come back with a way I wanted to play, looked at Blackpool's job, looked at who they had, and I thought, that that's great for me. So I went out to get the job. And and really the thing was I, I stuck to what I wanted and I made them do what I wanted because I didn't want to carry on the way I was going. And it was about attacking, you know, and, and to be fair... They didn't understand it at the time. Brett Ormer, right? He went, where do you want me to run, Gaffer? I don't understand. And I was talking, <laughs> I had chick- chickens at the time. And I said, look, they know what to do because they just don't worry. They run, Brett. And he, he started laughing. He said, they're cleverer than I am. I went, look, it's about <laughs> it's about the space you leave me. Yeah. So so I showed him that if you run anywhere, it doesn't matter where you run, even if you ran offside, you've left the space. So I want someone to be moving into that space. And I want you to be stood there if the other person, they got the ball. You are in that space. So when we win it, we know you're there. So we already Mm. had a plan of how to attack. And if, Joe, if your manager has a plan of how to attack and talks about you winning it back quickly and attacking, you're going to love playing for him. That's what happened for me. My lads, they took it on. We did it every day. It was repetitive. And in the end, they were moving without their bodies knowing. It was an absolute joy. 
to have an owner like I had who everybody hated, I could blame him, couldn't I? I could yes. blame him. He was bad cop, <laughs> Carl Oyston. And anybody moaned, go and see him. And we were all in the same boat. Every one of us had failed at something somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Charlie, Charlie Adam got him from uh, Glasgow Rangers. It wasn't going well there. Uh, Stephen Craney had been to Leeds and it hadn't gone well there for him. So I managed to get an awful lot of us who felt like we had something to prove together. Mm. And it, it was absolutely marvellous, lads, I've got to say. That season, yeah. Joe, do you remember that Blackpool side? Because they, yeah. they did the double over you. You were at Liverpool, right? And they, they did the yeah. double over you that season, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember <laughs> the team. Yeah, I remember the team, mate. Yeah. One of the, many of my um, not-so-great moments of my Liverpool time. Um, but I remember playing that team and thinking, well, this is new. We'd seen Swansea do it. And Ian was bright. He's obviously gone away. And he's gone and thought to himself, you know, very much a traditional manager, the way he played. And then he's gone and he just, he took that Blackpool, because these players are playing in the right way, you know, positive. The, the way that football is played now by most people, Ian was head of the queue doing it, along with Brendan Rodgers, I feel. And that's that's the reason, the style of playing, the fact that he was a bit, Ian was a bit creative, went outside the box, looked at the Spanish, looked at what they're doing and the way football should be played. And then players thrived, like Charlie Adam, the career he went on to have after that, he could have got lost in the lower leagues, Charlie, and not had the career he had, but he, he met a good manager who got his ability out on the pitch in a positive way. So, like, yeah, Ian was very forward-thinking on on, it, on that way. And I, and I you know, I, I'm, I champion good football. And the way that I grew up playing football, the, the old Charles Hughes model, you know, 4-4-2, you, you, you constantly, constantly working on where you are defensively, being, you know, not giving the ball. Everything was a negative connotations, even no square passes, because if you lose it, it cuts out. Like, you can't be gung-ho, but there was no plan. Actually, and even as a, as a 15-year-old, 16-year-old, because I was a different type of player, I was thinking, this ain't right. And it wasn't until I got and I met Jose, and later on, I met a guy called Rudy Garcia, who's manager of Leon now, and we worked that we worked on patterns of play, passing through the lines, coming out through the back, where to, rotation of play. And I thought, wow, wow, like I was right as a 15 year old. What we was doing was wrong because the whole of football, everyone does it now. But Ian was ahead of the time on that Blackpool team. That was an incredible achievement to do it with, with, with that club. We've seen what's happened. It's sad what's gone on, but that team was a very, very good team. They broke the mould. Well, the thing is, we we had, I had 12 choices up front. Yeah. And I, I would play four of them. Yeah. And I would have four on the bench. Yeah. And there would be four suspended, injured, or I'd just say, well, they're playing better than you, so shut up and sit yeah. there. You know, luckily for me, the fans bought into it. The fans were great. They made, they made our ground somewhere a joy to play because they sang a song all the time. Mate, it didn't matter what the score was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, this is the best trip we've ever been on. And they just kept singing it from start of the game to the end. I remember one time we were 2 0 down and they just kept singing it because they? they didn't mind the way we were trying to do it, you know? And I think yeah. that's, that has changed in football. I think Guardiola has brought that to the old yeah. world. It's not parking the bus and it's not winning. Yeah. You know, I remember Chelsea won the Champions League by doing that with a breakaway goal. They got yeah. absolutely hammered that day, but they won. You know, yeah. so what I'm saying is about how you win. That's yeah. what's more important, Joe. You know, and yeah. and I think I think we gotta make sure that we, we keep that balance. A beautiful choreographer 
football, bop, 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 and aggression and tackling yeah. because that's a huge thing that yeah. is warranted in the game. You know, some of these players that we grew up and looked at, you know, were revered by that. They had everything. Tommy Smith at Liverpool. I mean, the absolute legend. Good God. Jimmy Case would break break your neck, wouldn't he, just to try yeah. and win the ball off you. See, man, it's all, it's all the same. You, you need that balance. Nobody yeah. better than Sunus himself. So, you know, I, 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 I see it more more like a ballet now. It can't be like that. It can't go that way. So, you know, I, I tried to create something. It worked. I never left the legacy because um, when we went down, from the Premier League, we got 39 points. We lost to Man United on the last day. You had a couple of tough, big moments in that season. I think um, being fined, was it 25,000, wasn't it, that season, for fielding the weaker team against it? I mean, yeah. no, I mean, how did, how have you, were you close to resigning on that moment? And how did how did that feel? I wasn't close to resigning. I was close to driving down to London, finding whoever it was, bringing you with me and beating the hell out of them. <laughs> I mean, I, the, the whole point is they changed the rules that, that, that season, you had to submit a squad with 25 names on right. that you were allowed to use. Right. right. So I sent my squad in. It got sent back saying that's fine. So when I decided to change 10 of them and we only lost 3-2 away to Aston Villa and we were drawing with a minute to go, yeah. like, how can they tell me that's too weak a side? Yeah. It, yeah. It's disgraceful. You know? It's actually, yeah. I thought I thought that side could beat Villa, and the very next side I picked, three days later, taking on Tottenham at home, we beat them three yeah. one. So I, actually, I was almost right. Yeah, yeah. But well, you how right. could they? How could they tell me that that group is too weak but when they're all on my twenty five? I mean, Joe, just throw to you that as well, Joe, because you know, you're part of a. Incredible squad at Chelsea, right? And it was a squad mm. game. And I think this is this is actually where we're talking about West Ham when we're having a joke. This is what I'm talking about when it comes to that sort of top six snobbery. Is that essentially yeah. what Ian's doing is he's playing a squad game, right? You're playing yeah. a squad. Some of these, if that was Chelsea, Man United, and, and Fergie was the king of it, if you'd gone out and yeah. played, you know, right, you've got a league game here, and I, we're playing Blackpool, I'm going to put a slightly sort of like, this is the team I'm going to put. And then we've got Bayern Munich on a... Yeah. Saturday, uh, sorry, Wednesday, you're going to put out two completely different teams. Yeah. What's the difference of that happened at Blackpool, but then also that happened in a... It's, it's it, like, it, it was ridiculous. I don't know, someone just would have had their bee in a bonnet over the FA, and I would question whether whether the people at the FA know who Ian's best side was, or, or best 16, or best 11 was at that time anyway, because I don't know whether they pay an, enough attention on actually what's going on on the pitch. My point is, if I, if I'm, I'm, not running the business because the, the, the owners do, you know, but I, I am the head man on the coal face picking the team, right? I got our club fined 25,000 pounds when I picked 11 players from my 25. My argument was, how can you possibly find me for doing that? Surely in my contract, he tells me I can pick and play whoever I like. You should have looked at the 25 and say, actually, these lot ain't good enough. You can't pick them in your first team. Yeah. But they didn't. So my argument was that wouldn't happen to anyone else. It's only the yeah. underdog, right? And it, 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 it beggars belief, you know, but I go back to that time. We had the most fantastic journey because we didn't lose that many games at the start. We had 
a bit of fun and we 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 took mm. our momentum into it. So we only dropped into the f- bottom three in the last two games. Yeah, man. Oh. only a point. You only went down by a point, right? Yeah, we were all having a bit of fun, so we were never under that pressure. But you know, the funny thing was, it was predicted that we were going to be the worst team ever, right? Yeah. The Sun came out and wrote huge article on the back. They're not even going to get ten points, you know, not yeah. even ten points. We actually got ten wins. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. did did my head in, you know. And then at the end of that season, I got a letter from the. Uh, the head of the referee and saying, I'm very, very sorry. We've looked back and we've cost your team nine points by blatant mistakes. Oow. Really? Nine wow. points. You, one, I, of them was Man United. one of them was Man United at home. We had a penalty yeah. that should have been given. Um, we were 2 nil up. I didn't know that happened. Does, yes, that happen in the, does that happen a lot? Because I've never heard of that. But does that happen? Well, that... no, they, they were checking things then and they asked me if they minded them using it to help educate their referees. Well, they obviously you know? haven't gone forward with it, judging by some of the um, refereeing decisions being made. Uh, sometimes. But the, the most imp- amazing thing, is, uh, I, I wrote down all sorts of things at that time, and we lost in the last 20 minutes of games. We were in them, we were winning, we lost so many points. And I looked at the main reason that everybody substitutes, mate. Man United substitutes when they were 2 0 down at our place. They brought off Wayne Rooney, put on Berbatov. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he brought on Ryan Giggs fresh with 10 minutes to go. They scored yeah. three goals, Joe. I, yeah. my, my squad wasn't deep enough to bring on fresh people who were as good as the other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, had, I had to yes. ask my, my horses to keep pulling the, the stage coach when yeah. they're bringing on fresh horses. And, you know, unfortunately, yeah. that's what you'll see now. You'll have to see the top. Six, they get bigger all the time, don't they? With the extra money they get all the time, yeah. the Champions League money. So this is the biggest barrier. It's hard enough in our country at the minute to bridge that gap. We all want to see West Ham get there. We all want to see maybe Leeds get there. We want to see Newcastle do better because they got like 50,000 fans every yeah. week. So this, who who is to tell us who are the biggest clubs, you know? So yeah. the most wonderful thing we want is to promote Blackpool, we, what I believe we did, we went away from home and played the same way. Yeah, I, I, I remember you that season. I mean, you know, I, you know it, it was, I mean, I, and, and going back to that, and that's, you know, what I think, even with Leicester, when I look at Leicester, Ian and, and Joe, I think like, but uh, us against Chelsea, Joe at the weekend, and, you know, you're looking at our bench and, you know, it's enough to take nothing away from them as good pros, but you look at Chelsea's bench and you look at ours and you think, oh, f- you know, Tammy Abraham would be starting for us without any doubt. Mm. Tammy Abraham would yeah. be, in every, you know, yeah. he's on the bench for them. Giroud would be starting for us. Do you go through, yeah. li- li- you know, Ziek, that these, these are top quality players. Our bench, I think we had three youth players. Well, that, that, that's the, the, the talk of the, the week, isn't it, with a European Super League? You know, we cannot lose the ability for someone like a Blackpool someone to do what they did, Leicester to do what they did. We have to keep the status quo more along them lines where it's inclusive and, it's like you know, Sheffield United last season. Opportunity, under Chris Sheffield yeah. United. Sheffield United last season under Chris. Absolutely. I mean, we, get, yeah. we need to keep the passion. Like, say, 
get, listen, we will sort football out in about an hour on, on all to play for. Yeah. Get rid of VAR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes more, more money available across the board for everyone. So every kid, if their kids in Bristol growing up, they got the opportunity for good facilities, good training, good coaching. So they can come and be the next Wayne Rooney or the next whatever. You know, and, and give them the Bristol Rovers the chance of building up the leagues. You know, let's let's not yeah, I'll tell you one we thing. cannot allow that to happen. Just this is as a fan. Having been out on Bristol a number of times, I'd love to see Bristol Rovers up in the Premier League because my God, it's a hell of a night out. It's a great it's a great people, great, great Mate, we're we're a we're a, a two team city and it feels like there's a one team city right now because Bristol City are are on the march. They've they're trying to get there. They're uh, established in the championship. They've almost got there a couple of times, you know. And you know, we, Ian, we all think, look at Aston Villa and see what they've done lately as well. You know, I, I hope City will get. I'm sure City will get there one day. But they, they're running out of patience, Joe. You know, yeah. we start criticising our managers and our team. I, I thought Lee Johnson was doing a brilliant, brilliant job. Yeah. Um, yeah. But people haven't got the patience, have they? You know, and uh, mm. you only got to look at Sheffield United. How, how, I mean, I thought um, it was disgusting. With he ain't Ryan. a manager anymore. It don't make sense to me. What they've done o- over the last three years has been quite sensational. So, mm. you know, the wonderful thing about the game is no one can tell you to support. It's normally your family, isn't it? Normally yeah. someone in your family gets you into it. And we don't want to lose that in our country. We need to regain that. We need to actually... Mm get back to all of those wonderful feelings, you know, and, and make sure the game, yeah, the game is secure. The game needs to be secure. There's more than enough money in it now, but I don't trust who is dictating where that money goes. So we need to step in and take it off them. You are not going to give it to someone else if you think it's yours, are you? No. These no. big these big owners, they, they, they all they wanted was to secure themselves, three billion quid, and never get relegated. But I think I think the point yeah. is as well is 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 what we're talking about with you know yourself at Blackpool Ian, and we'll move on to Palace in a minute. But Chrissy Wilder last year, like me and Joe talked a lot about Chrissy White, and I think what he did it was actually very reminiscent of you at Blackpool. He brought a whole playing style. I think the the, the two centre yeah. backs coming out and overlapping. Yeah. It was sort of hit a lot of people. So arguably, you could have said last year. You know, obviously you got Klopp, you got Guardia, all these. But arguably for me, Chrissy Wilder. Was was the manager of the year? I thought they were brilliant, brilliant well, side. I think three years running, he should yeah. have been, in but, my opinion. And then, no. and then he he has a tough year again, squad wise. He's not got a massive squad, so you know they they they're down shaky ground. You know, hits the relic, gets gets some relegate. But I have no doubt in my mind if Chrissy Wilder's still manager, they're coming straight back up, right? Yeah, down from the championship. <laughs> I think that that's that's systematically the worst thing in football is watching. And also for me, knowing that Chrissy Wilder is such a massive Sheffield United fan. That's what the heartbreaking thing is, because he's done everything yeah. there through passion and yeah. And I give you one of the two of the secrets of it all. It's like the Go men on. in black, right? Go on. The manager, the chairman, the board of directors. We're the men in black. We got a little zapper. We put our sunglasses on and go back because <laughs> the world's going to end, and you ain't allowed to know it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's the unsaid things. The re- read between the lines and then you'll know, right? Chrissy's, I guarantee you, I haven't spoke to him about it, but I'll guarantee you his position became untenable Yeah, at that club because he wouldn't have wanted to carry on because of the relationship he would have had or somebody would have said something and then you can't do the work anymore. You have to be into it 100%. 
And yeah. I'm telling you, when you had, you've had success and then someone tries to tell you something that you don't agree with, why do you have to do it anymore? Yeah. You don't, right? If you're still scraping like a chicken in a, in a pen trying to climb up that ladder, you got to take whatever you take on the way up. Yeah. But once you've done that, and you've had a bit of success, you can actually say, do you know what, is that right? No, that's not right, I'm not having it. But it won't be out in the public, Yeah. you know? And I yeah. believe that Chris has asked for something from their new owners, and they've said, and he's gone, right, get out of it then. Yeah, you know? 100%. And no, no doubt. Cause there's, and and we're, we'll never know for sure. He can't mm. say it, but yeah. I guarantee you, and every time I see a manager go, I'm thinking, oh, I know why that is. Yeah. You know, there might be a statement, you know, with Mourinho, there might have been a statement that he was making. You could see it. You could see it bubbling. And I yeah. think they're wrong. I really do think Tottenham are wrong. I think that was a ridiculous so. decision. I mean, going, yeah. going forward in your career, because the next, the next year, arguably, when you went to Palace, obviously Blackpool, you come up with Blackpool, right? That, that was one of the biggest feats, you know, I think of recent times to bring that team up to play. But then, was there, was there more pressure? Were you talking about that pressure of promotion? And I'm just going back on a point you made there. Where you, did you feel more pressure there when you went to Palace? Well, no, let me let me tell you. The, the main reason I left Blackpool and the only reason was we weren't progressing. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you have to... Joey will tell you this. Any time the club feels like it's moving backwards, players don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Players want to be part of... Uh, uh, Energy that's growing and getting bigger and better. And we had to do little tiny things to try and, but I, I knew that was at the end. Yeah. I knew it was at the end. And I will have a little bit of fun because Carl Oyston said, I got a great idea. All those ones you started with, they're up this summer. I'm going to put them back on lower than they were on before you came. And he asked After me what they've done. Yeah. The asked, he asked me what do I think about that. I went, well, I got to go then, haven't I? You know, yeah. and th this was the sort of games. I, I had a contract there that was rolling, so it would have. Ne I, I, he had me forever, right? Yeah. And he realised he probably didn't want me to keep me on that because I'd earn, earn more money than I did when I started. But you know, at the end of the day, life is like that. So I get out of that and I go to Palace, mm -hmm. right? Palace compared to Blackpool, there was three of us at Blackpool, right? Yeah. I had a physio, Phil Orner, assistant manager in Steve Thompson, and me. Yeah. Right, we had a we had Walesy, a part time kit man. Right, yeah. he's only part time because when the washing, yeah, when he was, when the washing was going round, he wasn't allowed to be paid. He had to go out and be a taxi driver. This is gospel truth, <laughs> right? We had we had part time masseuses who we would pay, who would come in and keep the lads fit. We had yeah. to keep them fit. We had the smallest yeah. smallest squad in, in the championship. They weren't even being paid right unless they got promoted, and then they got a big bonus to make their money up. So. I went to Palace. I have never seen so many staff in my life, and they were all yeah. mine. It was unbelievable. The yeah. training ground was ready. It was sorted, you know? Yeah. The main ground was was great. The fans would jump up and down facing the wrong way, singing. Yeah. And they yeah. had a regular 27,000. The jump was quite incredible for yeah. me, you know? But they didn't want to play the way I wanted the players. I had to was go... To, I had to go back to what they wanted. Oh, yeah, they, they didn't Did want they the ball. Did they not buy into what you wanted to do? I didn't have time to do that because we right. started to lose when we were doing that. Right. And, and it was all about them. They were built for a counter-attacking game. And it was brilliant yeah. how they did it. They had a back four. They had a middle two that sat there. Uh, Jedinak mm. and Dick Akoy, And they, they just sat there. And they, they would defend. 
mm. with one of the white ones, and everybody else was ready to edit out, clear it, and then counterattack. Yeah, we yeah, had, just sorry, Joe. We won five in my second game. We won five nil yeah. against Ipswich, and we had thirty eight percent possession. Five nil. Yeah, because they were so good at Balassi one wing, Wilf the other wing, yeah. Glenn Murray up the middle. And we had a defensive number 10 and an attacking number 10, and we would just swap it. It was brilliantly devised. Yeah. When I came in and talked about my stuff, they didn't want to do it. And, and do you know what? I don't feel like they've moved on in terms of playing style under Roy. I think they've been reasonably successful in keeping it, but because this job's coming up for grabs, isn't it? Probably soon because of Roy's. Let's don't want to retire the man before his time, but you know, at 74, 75, they, they've got to be looking I think, to re- I think he's said, isn't he, that that's it for him now? He's. Okay. So, like, I look at that team and the way they're playing, and because I, 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 I've I've studied them a, a, a bit when we've done them on BT Sport, and they play the same way. They they they're, they're two central midfielders sitting there, and they catch him on the counter, and it works to a certain degree. But it they'll never get further than they'll never finish in the top ten in that style of football because there's no plan to handle the ball like and get on the, do you know what I mean they, they, they yeah. attack individually too much they needed they needed coaching it's surprising that the players didn't buy into it well no no they, they weren't comfortable it, it the passion that I had for it and they were yeah. so used to doing what they were doing and I, I had to learn how they did it yeah and I had no, I had no problem with that because that taught me yeah. other things then I started doubting what I was doing was I too open you know yeah. at the end of the day it's, it's what you don't want to do is, I don't want, for me, everybody's trying to play like Guardiola at the minute. And yeah, I, yeah. it's boring because they're right. not good enough at it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they're no, really not good enough at it. And, and what you have to do is, like Sean Dyche, he's found his own way to be effective. Yeah. yeah. Some, some of the football that Burnley have played, they don't play long ball, but what he does, he pushes four up front and he finds them and then he plays from there. And some of their football has been absolutely been outstanding, incredible. I believe. Yeah. This and, week was and, amazing. We, yeah. we need, we need to have differences. Yeah. So, because if you match up every time, it'll be boring. Yeah. Right? That's the, the skill of the game, you know? But if you don't, if you let them dominate the ball and you haven't got it, as a footballer, you, you feel like humiliated. Yeah. You're oh, getting horrible. a run around. You yeah. don't want that, you know? Pressing and closing is a total skill. And you need to learn it collectively. And mm. I believe Guardiola teaches that so brilliantly. So mm. does Klopp. People who try and copy it don't get it. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. They don't get it. No. You, what you have to do is be completely and utterly at it. Strangle them when they got it. Don't give them any time and then give them a run around when you get it. Yeah. And that's what has changed. If yeah. you actually take away, I'm going into the coaching it now, right? If you actually take it away, what they've done is shorten the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. When you've got it, they shorten the pitch. They don't let you out, right? When they get it, you have to give them all the pitch because you're too scared to close them up because they'll kill you. Yeah. So unless Mate, you I- learn how to press and close like that, you will never, never beat them. Oh, no. That's it. my honest opinion. Yeah, just jump in back a bit where you're talking um, interested actually in what Joe was talking about with Palace and how Palace haven't moved forward and, and looking at them as a team and them as a squad and then you look at Tom can I stop you there mate oh. they, for me what they've done is they've consolidated themselves as yeah. a, without coming back down Steve Parrish yeah. what he's done now we fell out me and him we did but 
I I admire what he's done. He's actually grown the business. He's not scared yeah. of it. Yeah, he's yeah. up yeah, the wages. Yeah. He's he's got what they got to now do is he tried to do it with uh, the Dutch. Uh, what's his the name? The boar. The boar. He only let seven games, didn't one one, right? He tried yeah. to do it. I tried to do it. Um, Alan Pardew tried to do it. Tony Pulis was the best shout. He went in and played their way and got yeah. manager of the season, you know? Yeah. After yeah, yeah. I recommended it because I knew that's the way that team at the back, the people at the back needed to. Yeah. You have to have the best passers in the world, you know, to play. But when you look at Wilfred Save, um, Ian, when you look at Sahar, do you think Sahar's perfectly built for that team? that way of playing? Or do you sort of slightly look at him and think, obviously he went to United as a younger man, but do you think, and Joe, this is a question for you as well, do you think for him, because I look at, I, I've seen him a number of times playing against us, a number of times playing and think, he, he's a real talent. Do you, but do you think mm. that maybe he should step he, away? So he's, should he, he he's too comfortable, he's too comfortable and he hasn't developed as much as I would have liked for the ability he's got because he attacks, too much of his, he's not been coached, in my opinion, not, not that's unfair. He's not been he's not been asked, to, and the, the players around him to bring the best out of his ability. He needed to go. He's too comfortable at Palace. If he would have gone to and worked with a Guardiola, where he's he hasn't got it all his own way, he'd he'd have gone on more. So I just think he's been too comfortable. And I love Wilf. I think he's an amazing talent, and he's a great player, and he's had a great career. But I think I think in a different setup, maybe if, if Ian would have been able to implement that like all the movement around him when he's got options and bodies to play. And I see him play for Palace and get the ball and he's just like an old-fashioned winger who'll go down the line, try and whip one in or come inside and score. But I want to see him link up more. You know, but it's just not... Yeah. Palace doesn't do... They don't do that. Yeah, Joe, Joe Tom, I, I, he's the most talented lad I've ever had. Yeah. And and what I mean by that, at manipulating the ball, you've got to have a talent at all different... It's a bit like making a cake. You can't have the same ingredient. It tastes horrible, doesn't it? You need yeah. the little bits and pieces here. But if I said, who would I want to give the ball to to actually get past one of their players? It'd be Wilf. Yeah. yeah. All day long. And my my point is if he was stood out wide left or wide right for Guardiola, playing in that team, training mm. with them every day, and you give it to him like he gives it to Mares in the final third. What could yeah. Wilf provide for you? I believe at the top, top level, he would win you games. Yes. Yeah. I do, right? That's why mm. I phoned Sir Alec Ferguson and said, are you going to buy this kid? Because I believe he's good enough. I wanted him. We, we had trouble with him at the time. He was out of contract with his agent and other agents were all over him, telling him this, taking him to Italy yeah. and all of that. And and I, I was losing one of my best players. He scored yeah. the two goals that got us to Wembley. He got yes, us the penalty at Wembley to get us up, right? We wouldn't have been up without Wilf. So yeah. I had to sell him to Sir Alec. Luckily, we just played Peterborough. He, he won us the game. And Darren had said to his dad, oh, my God, this kid's special, right? So for me, Fergie bought him, and then he retired that summer. Yeah. Fergie would have loved Wilf. Wilf yeah. needed Fergie. Do you get what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I agree. And David Moyes at that time coming into Manchester United, couldn't have given him the love and the training that he needed. So it was it was a horrible situation. I'm glad he went back to Palace, but I'm going to break all their hearts now because I'd love to see that boy at one of the big wigs getting mm. the ball in that last third an awful lot. Yes, you're right. He does need to move a little bit more, but I believe he's getting that final product and 
it's all about belief with him. He was such yeah. a down-to-earth, lovely kid, Joe. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. he's a wonderful boy, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful kid, yeah. you know? So, I, say, I would well, love I to see him. I would love to see him move this summer, you know? Yannick's yeah. a nice kid. I know, I know Yannick quite well. Different he's, class, isn't he? Yannick, uh, wonderful he's, he's, kid. He's become quite a good power, and he, but again, someone, I think he's done the right thing. He's gone to Middlesbrough there, and because, uh, you know, it's, his, his is a sad story, really. Everton gets injured, and he's not sort of grinding it with him, whatever. And, but he was, yeah, I hope for him, because he, he's one of those people, he's like a bit like you, Joe. He, he's, mm. he just, he plays with real heart, but without, so I think it's that muscle memory thing. It's just enjoyment yeah. for him, and yeah, he's a, instinctual, he's, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's instinctual. Yeah. Where he well, plays. I, I tell you, every training session with them two, they were they were trying to outdo each other every time. You know, it, it was oh, brilliant. There were that must have been everywhere. Fun. Oh, it was great fun. I used to make them take each other on at the end of the game, St- stand on the halfway <laughs> line, play it to each and see who could beat each other. It was brilliant fun, but you know, we needed both of them. You know, yeah. And I got to tell yeah. you, I got you asked me to bring some stories and. Uh, in your notes, there was the the truth about Pugate. Oh yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll bring people... I'll bring that on now, Ian. Um, yeah, but this yeah, is, cause this, was, is um... a, this is one of the big um, big stories. This is one of the biggest. What really happened, Joe? So we're going to dive yeah. into Pugate. Uh, right. so yeah, it's, gospel it's... truth, right? We played the first game. We drew nil nil at home. Yeah, with our arch rivals, Brighton. Yeah, right. I lost the main striker in that with a knee injury. Yeah, Glenn Murray got injured. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going over. Um, we're going over to their place. So we arrive at the ground. It's lovely, isn't it? Beautiful stadium over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. New one. Um, yeah. And I normally go in last. I said, lads, I'm going in first today. Right? I don't know why. I did. I went, I'm going in first. So I break through the first double doors. And Charlie Oakway stood there, smirking, smiling at me. And me and Charlie didn't always get on, but he had that cheeky, he's a hard nut, you know, cheeky yeah, face yeah. and like a bulldog. And I thought, what's he smiling about? So I go through the second set of doors, which is leading into our dressing room, right? And yeah. then there's the toilets there. And I got this whiff and it, I, do you know what? I got dogs, right? And I know what it's like. Yeah. I know how bad it is. You give them something different to eat and you're smelling it the whole time. And I thought there's something wrong here. So I said, <laughs> stop. I said, I said to the lad, hang on. So I go into the toilet and it's horrendous. I go into trap one. There's three traps. Trap one's the first one. The door's wide open and on the floor spread, not just stood there, not, not, not a lump of it that which you can pick up. It was spread. Someone had put gloves on, spread it all over the tiles on the floor, all up the pan, <laughs> all over the, the bog seat, bottom and top. It was disgusting me. And I have to say, the tiles were them little bumpy ones, you know, the non-slip ones, yeah. and it was everywhere. Aww. So I, 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 oh, the pen and ink again with this hooter, it was terrible. So I go back out, <laughs> and I say to Charlie Oakley, "Get me your stadium manager, and I want to see your chairman." Now you got to bear in mind, there's a, there's about thirty yards of corridor, and there's yeah. Sky TV cameras. Yeah, right. They're there waiting for us, right? So. Yeah. Charlie, the smile went off his face, goes and gets me this young lady who was the stadium manager. I said, come in with me, will you? Right, I sent the lads down the tunnel, so they're out on the pitch. Come in with me. So I showed her. She was obviously disgusted. Oh, I'll get that cleaned up. I said, yes, you will, and take me up to your chairman. She went, oh, no, you can't. I said, no, no, no. I either walk down now and get the cameras in here, or you take me up to your chairman. 
Which do you want? Do you want that on Sky TV, letting your club down, or are you just going to shut up, get it cleaned up, and take me up to your chairman? So she took me up to the chairman. All right, okay. So Tony Bloom. So I shook his hand and I said, look, Tony, there's been somebody's let you down. I don't know if it's um, the stadium manager's fault, but I got her here. But there is a excrement. Yeah. I use the posh word, not Got shit. It. Excrement <laughs> being plastered all over the place just to try and put us off. Right? And I'm telling you, it ain't going to work. The lads are outside. I want you to clean it up. But on this reason alone, I really like you, but our club is better than yours at the moment. Yeah. Whatever the score, we didn't do that to you to try and put you off. Somebody has let you down in your beautiful ground. He went, I promise you, Ian, I will get to the bottom of it and they will be dealt with. Did I get Fair to point. whose bottom it was? I have no idea, but it was somebody's bottom, mate. And it, <laughs> do you know what? I thought I thought of a dog at first, but there ain't a dog in the world big enough to do that, spread that around me. Nah, nah. <laughs> and I hope whoever did it had gloves on because that is just disgusting, it's, isn't that's, it? That's, I mean, you, you, you won the game in the end, right? Went, yeah, but the truth is, the, the reason we did, it affected who? The most. You guys. Wilfred Zaha. Oh, really? Wilfred Zaha, before we went out for their warm-up, he said, can I have a word, Gaffer? Because this is what I'm saying about the boy. He went, how wrong is that, Gaffer? I said, look, Wilfred, they are trying to put us off. Right? And for us to be better than them, he went, well, we wouldn't. I said, I know we wouldn't do that, Will. But for us to be better than them, all we've got to do is one thing. I said, what's that? He went, win. I went, yeah. He scored two, mate. Yeah. Happy yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they ever apologise? Did you get a proper apology from... It was Gus Poyet was the manager at the time, right? Yeah, well, he, he got... They left, didn't they? Yeah. At that time. So I never got a proper apology to them. I know that it didn't affect me. I, I felt strong because of the way I dealt with it. Yeah. They I looked think that's on brilliant the, the way you dealt with it. Honestly, yeah. that's brilliant. I mean, that's... We talk about management like that's... You've you've just gone in there and they've tried to throw you a googly and you've just you've just like, I think those, took that and just yo I think they threw him a googly I think <laughs> it was a googly yeah, rather than a googly whatever it is but they tried to you know what I mean you just energised it a googly and, yeah, and he just put it out there I think that's brilliant JC how would you have dealt with that would you have I mean that's a great I'd thing like, well is that, there's nothing on the UA for coaching badges that I've done that prepared me for that to be honest with you. So um, I'd probably like to think, now I've, now I've spoken to, to Ian, now I've, I've deal with it exactly how he does Because all joking aside, I play quite a bit of Sunday League. That is an old school Sunday League trick. That's, yeah. if you've got a big game in the Sunday League, pub football, whatever, that's an old school. That's like letting off fireworks and running someone's dressing room and letting off fireworks. Mate, yeah, it might seem a good idea if you've had a couple of points. Yeah. yeah. But at the, the biggest... Well, second biggest game in the world, isn't it? You're in, you're talking to get the Wembley oh, yeah, to play yeah, yeah. the biggest to go to, to the Premier League, right? To do that in the second leg at your own ground is pretty damn silly, isn't it? Yeah. Let's face it. It can't be a supporter breaking in through that security. Nah, nah. It can't be, can it? It would be interesting be if we could get to the bottom of this, start a little investigation. The bottom of it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get the guys from Line of Duty on it. Um, yeah, why yeah. not? Why right, not? Joe, we've got a little game for you. You've got a little actually game for a little both of you. This is the, uh, look, <coughs> you're, you're known as an amazing manager, Ian. But one of the, my favourite things, and this is as a comedian, I'll say, is your quotes 
light up the, they lit up the Premier League. They light up football. Yeah, you, you're Tom, can I tell you? I have honestly never meant them to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> No, I haven't. They they were to deal with things. I, I've worked with some of the best comics in the game, mate, and uh, some of them haven't made me laugh as much as you have over the years. Um, <laughs> no, no, I think it's the environment. You're not expecting my... No, but I also, you know, if I could be... This is how I find it, and this is what I... And when you talk about the game changing, and I mean this from the bottom up, I, the thing that frightens me of the game changing is characters like yourself, Chrissy Wilder, people that, for me, feel like, an extension of, you know, the, I, I didn't grow up, you know, I'm not Joe Carr, I'm not, you know, I've never grew up around professional football. I grew up watching football in, you know, as a fan, but playing, of you know, in, in, in pub football. And what was great about, I think, yourself and people is you, you had that earnest working class way of coming into football, saying what you thought, but feel, feeling like sometimes in, like you're a guy that was the funniest bloke in the pub. And I've been an incredible manager, it's nothing to take away, but I've, I like the way you just said how it is. You weren't going... Yeah, and, and I think that's a testament to your character. Isn't Mate, it? I had man. to deal with this at school, you know, not, not being funny. You, you uh, In life, life, there's bullies out there and you just yeah. got to deal with it. You got to get oh, on with yeah, it, right? So, and they always pick on your worst thing. So I thought of some jokes that I could tell about my nose because it's never going to get any smaller. Yeah. So my <laughs> joke, my jokes in the playground were funnier than theirs. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would then turn on them and if they didn't like what I said, well, you can give it out, but you can't take it, yes. you sonic, yeah. you bully. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that that's and and I had to have that to help me deal with life. Yeah. I like a laugh. My mum used to make me laugh all the time. Dad made me serious because I wanted to please him. And he was a bit of a, a, a lad as well. But he would always work hard. But mum my mum's sense of humor, never take yourself too seriously, son. Yeah. And I believe yeah. the world does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta be it's it's finding the right balance though, isn't it? You know, Mate, you, but that's how I've done what I do for us on building sites at fourteen, fifteen, working with grown men and and I was a big guy, but I was never an aggressive man. So I always, my dad was always like, you're just going to win them over by making them laugh and having it. And if you crack those jokes, I'd, I'd say actually of Joe as well, and, and knowing Joe and knowing a lot of footballers, I think one of the nicest, Joe is and one of the most humble people, but straight away doesn't take himself ever so seriously. I, you know, really has a laugh and, and, and jokes and makes you feel relaxed around him. And that's just, I'd say Joe is a world-class footballer, world-class guy. And, and that's what I love about JC, I think, and yourself here. And I think it's, that's the thing, I think, that you really... I, I, it worries. I think, actually, when, when I watch Phil Foden, he's got an element of that. He feels very real as a young man. He feels a really yeah. addictive. Yeah, well, I think that's that's what the game has to do, and I don't know if we do enough of, of it to educate our lads about... Because, you know, Joe's out of play his whole career to be yeah. a wealthy man, right? They haven't got to do that anymore. No. Yeah. And, and if you get it too early, it can change who you are that's what uh, that's what football needs to do is to yeah. make sure that these lads are proper people first and then good players second but yeah. we all try it in our own way do you know yeah. what I mean let's be honest there's all sorts of things that comes across you and and my quotes if I go back to it they, they've come up of from things that have happened the first one right you, you, you can ask me but the first one was to protect one of my Best players who was in terrible trouble, but I couldn't tell anyone. Right, well, let, yeah. I, I want to see if you can guess who we're talking about here. So, here's the first one coming up, right, Joe? He's six yeah. foot something, fit as a flea, good looking. He's got to have something wrong with him. Hopefully, he's hung like a hamster. That would make us all feel better. Having said that, my <laughs> missus has got a pet hamster at home, and his cock's massive. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think Ian Holly, what he's talking about there? 
<laughs> what club is it? What club is it? What, what club? <laughs> no, he's talking about a Man United player at that time. Oh, uh, Ronaldo. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah what I'm saying is, is you. As a bloke, he, he had everything. Surely, yeah. don't give him one of them on all. You know, give him a little yeah. one. You know what I mean? Just to, <laughs> just to balance it up. Here's another one. Every That's dog... quite rude, isn't it, really? That's quite rude. All right, mate, you yeah, made me howl when I first read it, mate. Just, I mean, yeah. It's a great bit of stand-up, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> every, every dog has its day, and today is woof day. Today, I just want to bark. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I, I got you an advantage. That. I know when it was. I said that as a manager. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah, you said that as a manager, didn't you? I yeah, I that. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was brilliant. at QPR. That yeah. was at QPR. Yeah, that was you. Your promotion clinching win at Sheffield Wednesday in two thousand four. That's right. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Absolutely brilliant. Well, the thing is, with that, right? I had taken dogs' abuse the week before. We went down to Plymouth. And they were four points above us, and we were second. They beat us to go seven points and be champions that day, and it looked like we might fall out of it because Bristol City were only one point behind us. Yeah. So we had to win the last two games. I said that after we won, beat Sheffield Wednesday away from home 3-1. Yeah. Because can you, you imagine how I was squeaky bum time? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Up until yeah. that time, I got Bristol Rovers, I got up to first and second and we fell out and never got promoted we we were free free one up in the in the first leg of the playoffs and lost to Northampton so every time I'd got anywhere I'd fallen off the cliff yeah. so I had to do it that time for my own self you know so yeah. I said that at the end of that we're talking about talking about let's go on to this next one uh it was a bit cheeky wasn't it but I don't think that was that bad it would have been worse if he turned around and dropped the front of his shorts instead. I don't think there's anything wrong with a couple of butt cheeks, personally. If anyone's offended by seeing a backside, get real. Maybe they're just jealous that he's got a nice tight one with no cellulite or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, number one. Right, Ian. Right, look, that's a fucking great quote. But number two, you, you've got a great subject matter to jump in there, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but listen, it, how could a player get into trouble for just... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think Ridiculous, that's funny. Yeah. You Do you know, remember you got, what this is about, Joe? With... Do you remember what it's about? I can't remember. No, go on. What is it? It was Joey Barton. He mooned the Everton fans. Uh, Did when he? For Man City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everybody was going mental about it. And I went, come on. That, I mean, you, you, you got to... He didn't... As I say, if he'd have gone down with his shorts, that's offensive, isn't it? You know? But yeah, yeah. the little... Little moon, it, that 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 ain't even that serious, is it? I didn't yeah. think so. Anyway, no, I thought no. you have to have a little bit of balance. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, this is actually my personal favourite. If we're talking lookalikes, he's Toad of Toad Hall, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you were actually sort of involved in this one slightly, Joe. It was he wasn't talking about you, but no, like, I wasn't talking about you. No, no. <laughs> You I'll are... take Toad and Toad Hall. No, no, um, Joe, was... what I'm saying, I call myself Gollum, right? My precious, my precious, you know? And I was going on about Mrs. Doubtfire, who's Neil Warnock, you know? <laughs> I was going on about, there was a time where where I felt, please don't be offended by it, you're West Ham people, but I thought David Moyes was a ringer for uh, 
Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know who he's talking about lookalike wise there, Joe? Toad, toad and Toad and, Hall. Was it a player? No, no, it was a manager. Manager, Toad and Toad Hall. What, he, Avram? You, he, you played for him. Avram Grant? Yes. If he's offended by that, I'm sorry, but he, he, he can't be, be too yeah, serious. Can he? He, he won't. won't Derek, he won't be. He won't be. He'll be, he'll I, can, I can think of worse here, ones. Here, I'll, I'll do another one. Mini me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you you're someone off the BFG. You, oh, you don't mate, even I'll, I'll tell you what, I could I, I could be the big I could be the big you. <laughs> you could be. The... <laughs> yeah, I'll be Doctor Evil. We could do an act. Actually, I could be the sit on your knee and be the ventriloquist dummy, mate. Through <laughs> <laughs> the country doing that. Yeah, that'd be it. Um, yeah, what did you? What did he say? I don't know. What did he say? I don't know what he said. I'm just enjoying myself. Um, <laughs> right, Joe. Ian, right. now for some serious business. The predictions. Last right. week, Joe, Alan Kerbishley beat both of us. He got two oh, right. Well, he's experienced, isn't he? He predicted Chelsea to beat West Ham. Shame yeah. on you, Alan. And Man City to win yeah. the League Cup final. Joe, you got one right, going for Man City in the Cup final. I didn't manage a single one right last week. Oh, my God, no. Listen, that, I'm, hoping, better, I'm hoping this time... Yes, good. There's no West Ham, because I, I, I go with my... Part instead you, of my head. You, you can't. You go a love bet, don't you, when it's yeah, your I, team? Yeah. It's hard, it's hard. So we're going to go first up here. So we've got Aston Villa, so, so, sorry, Everton versus Aston Villa. Everton to win is 2-1 uh, is 15-2 to two with Coral. So Everton, Aston Villa, I'm going to go to you first, Ian. Um, is Jack Grealish back? That's a, is no, he that's, fit? That's, that's everything, he, isn't it? He, Dean Smith said he's... He's feeling no pain, and he's they're building his fitness up. Um, they haven't been able to. So play he, he won't games. be starting, will he? No. I don't think he'll start. I think he's, he possibly could come on. The thing is, this is an awkward one, right? They are so good away from home, Everton. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah. And at home, they've had struggles. You know, I really like Villa this year. I think they've been another. You know, if if Jack was fit, I think they'd have been. Way higher than they are at the minute, you know, just about yeah. halfway, aren't they? So, yeah, um, I think that's a tough one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a draw. I think they'll draw. Good, good shout. Shout. Um, good one. I'm doing. I think game. it'll be a score. It'll there. be a score draw. Yeah, draw. yeah, I'm up there. Um, I watched Villa the other day, uh, and again, I agree with Ian. I think it's, there's there's a lot of talent there, isn't it? and and with Watkins Jackson is brilliant, squad. isn't he? Watkins yeah, has been Watkins absolutely is, magnificent. Yes. Traore has been superb. He's a real handful. He gives a foil for the midfield. I'm going to agree with Ian there. I think it's going to end up a draw. I think a good score draw. A good score draw game. I'm going to... You know, I have a weird feeling. Uh, I think... I think Everton are going to put a little late push into that top four, essentially. Yeah. And uh, so They've gonna, been magnificent, haven't they? Yeah. What a great manager. Yeah, I love Brilliant it. manager. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go Everton. I think they're, they're one of the ones that I worry most about sneaking into that top four. And, and what are you saying though? One nil? Two one, but mate, I, I I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with what Coral is saying. Two one. Well, cheeky. I'm one, going. Okay. I'm going one one. Yeah, two two. Desmond. Desmond. <laughs> He's going Desmond. <laughs> okay, next one. The big. Well, arguably one of the biggest games in the Premier League. This, um, in, you know, globally as well. Man United versus Liverpool. The Liverpool with Coral to finish in the top four of fifteen to eight. 
What are you going to go with, Ian? Man United Liverpool. Oh, it's so hard to judge in at the minute with, you know, mm. with, without their talisman, I think, without Virgil van Dijk, you know, mm. he made them look invincible and they were, weren't they? So I think they've had a real tough season. I think Man United have improved. I love the talent that they've got. I think Oli handles it brilliantly. I'm going to have to say, I think Man United on the day will just do it. It'll be 2-1 or 1-0. Oli? In the interest of uh, competitive, I'm going to go with Liverpool. I just got a sneaky feeling. Yeah, need, you're just sticking because you played need... there. You know what I mean? Look at you. <laughs> hey, you got to ask Blackpool Mate, fans. They, it... they they made a song up. Can we play you every week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go uh, United. I'm going to go United. Morning. I think United, okay. and I think I, I I get it. I think it'll be a the game sandwich between two. Semi-finals, yeah, for Man United. That's my thinking. Liverpool have to get to the top four, or it's a disastrous season. So they have to win. Yeah, their confidence is through the floor, though, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Not yeah. being funny. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think United. I think United. Have, yeah, and they've got that bit between their teeth. Uh, mm. And the final one, big one, big one. Uh, West Brom versus Wolves, which is on Monday. Wolves to win, and both oh, teams God. to score is twenty-one to five. Go on, Mister Holloway. Wow. Well, that's a difficult one. I mean, I, I feel for Sam at the moment, you know. Good gracious me, they thumped Chelsea. Then mm. they, they didn't turn up in the next game. And yeah. then they get a late a late equaliser that might have killed them. Yeah. Um, and Wolves got wallet four the other day, didn't they? You yeah. know, so, oh, what a tough one to say. I think I'll have to go for a, a, a Sam Allardyce trying to keep them alive. 1-0. Do I see? West yeah. Brom. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ian as well on that one. I think I think West Brom. I've watched them twice at the last three games. There's a, they're still fighting them. And when I look at Wolves, and you see today the manager's been linked with Tottenham. You have got Neto injured. I think there's about three or four players who're looking to get out the door. Yeah, Jimenez is a massive mess for him. Yeah. Yeah, Jimenez. Jay always now. Jay always. Yeah, I mean, for me, for me, Wolves. It's a shame because the fans are brilliant there. They're absolutely brilliant, but. At the moment, with, with the way that it's the club's set up, I think it's a passing through club. I think yeah. it's a way for for the for the agent who, who, who don't need to name him, but he's to bring players in like your Netos, like your Jimenez, and then shift them on to the to the next club, get them exposure in England. And I just think at the moment is it, it, the at Wolves in particular, the ground's a bit shaky. So I, I think they could get I think they could get turned over by West Brom. Well, I'm going to agree with both of you there. I think West Brom. I think Sam's. You should there. agree with us, mate, because you're miles behind. You need you need points. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can't go wrong, innit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what my wife Kim says. Why should I agree with you? That will make both of us wrong. <laughs> um, Ian Holloway, it's been an absolute joy chatting to you, mate. Honestly, yeah. you're you're a you're a legend Brilliant. of the game and I've loved it. It's been very insightful. Well, listen, you made me feel really relaxed in my own house, which is nice. <laughs> You've stopped me doing a load of work because we're moving, but I got to congratulate you on both your careers, mate. You know, oh, thank you, man. Thank All you, I want man. to say to you, Tom, I'm trying to work, research who you married. I know you did marry, and you said in 2016, what a 2016 you had, son. <laughs> <Hey>? <laughs> you got a BAFTA, you got a BAFTA, and you actually got married. I know, right? I know. So, well, congratulations. I hope your career keeps going because you're a fantastic bit of fun. And as for you, Joe, I, I'd love you to see you in a manager's role one day, son. Yeah. Oh. 
honestly, I'd love to see you in a manager's role. It's your generation now. Do you know what I yeah. mean? This is yeah. what I'm saying. You you need to come in. People need to be patient with you. You're Jonathan Woodgates, your Rooney's, yourself, your Franks. You need to come in now and you need to show us your take on it and what you're going to do. So I'd mate, love you to be able to do that, mate. That's brilliant. That's, that's, like, I will do. I promise you I will do. I just, at the moment with COVID as it is at the moment, it'll have to be something exceptional for me to, I've got my badges, like, but it'll have yeah. to be something exceptional for me to do it now. So maybe in a year's time, two years time. And if I do it, I, I want to do it properly. So I'll be, I'll be right on it. It's great. Like, having the ability to do this and then speak to yourselves. We had the curbs on last week. And it's invaluable. So I now I know if I turn up at a team and someone's done a pony in my toilet, I know exactly how to do it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Cheers. Thank you. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Thank you. See you next time. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.